literally in about two minutes now. So I, I know everyone's coming in. So um, Ramadan Kareem, guys, um, we are with the brilliant uh, Mr. Darren Smith today. I'm really looking forward to talking to him. Um, I know also that the, uh, the, the, the ever brilliant and evanescent um, Alam has now started recording the session. So we will obviously will record the session and Alam will then place that into the um, into the library um, so that you can listen back to uh, what we're discussing with Darren today. So another couple of minutes, so you've got a bit more, a little bit more time if you want to just uh, go to the bathroom or whatever, and then we'll get started. So just a quick reminder then, guys, on what we're talking about. In the chat, I've already placed the QR code. I've placed the link and I've placed um, a, a holding slide just to direct you to our learning resources. Um, everything you need from a, a learning perspective or a performance perspective or a talent perspective with uh, with Etihad Aviation Group is available here. Um, this is just a slide grab. You've obviously got the technology areas and all the information. Um, I strongly recommend if you have a chance to kind of go into the site, it's on your personnel profile, it's on your um, on your P file. So it's literally in SAP success factors. Um, it's to the right hand side. You'll see it when you go in there anyway. But if you don't want to do that, you can go directly into the learning resource uh, using the QR code here. Um, you can type in any word, impact, happy, fun, presentation, coach. Um, and all of the books and resources will immediately miraculously appear um, on your device um, so that you can peruse them and use them to, for development. Um, also, all the stuff we do around micro learning and ILT, et cetera, et cetera. Um, just a quick shout out again, uh, Meet the Master 14. Uh, it's next week, Tuesday, 26th of April. Uh, so, of course, we have um, the brilliant Latha uh, Natalie Enns coming in. She's a director of commercial. Uh, we're going to talk about her career. Um, that's quite a nice, interesting slot. Uh, I've had some very fun people on that, but uh, but Latha is a very lovely lady, so we'll be talking to her. Um, if you're not familiar with the format here and you want to join the MEOS group, I'm pretty sure that most of you guys are, but left-hand side, um, we've got about 9,000 people get the morning um, Andrew Stott's message. So if you want to join that group, that's there. Um, I've also put the learning library um, link as well um, on that slide for you as well. And just a reminder, um, next week is our 100th uh, World Class Wednesday, and we have uh, Tony Douglas. Um, and finally, just a final reminder on that career advisory stuff um, as we kind of start the session. So today, unfortunately, um, the uh, the evanescent uh, Mr. Palmer Andy was unable to join us. So we have a we have a, a, an incredible substitute. It's like bringing off uh, Ronaldo off the bench. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, so we have. We've got Ronaldo in the room, um, a, a, an absolute legend um, in his own lunch break. I'm going to stop sharing my screen and then I'm going to have a bit of a chat um, with this amazing man. So let me just stop sharing my screen um, and then we'll start with, um, there we go, Darren. Um, we're rock and roll, man. Um, Darren, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm good. Ramadan Kareem, is that correct? Did I say that right? It is. I'm, I'm impressed with your, your local knowledge, my friend. <laughs> so guys, just, just remember, we love your questions in the chat as well. So, um, yeah, so I've got some comments here around um, Desmond. Yeah, Desmond Tutu was amazing. That was a really good, um, that was a great video, Desmond. Um, thank you for sharing that with us this week. So, um, so Darren, where are we going to go today? Andrew, we're talking about presenting with impact, and I'm going to start with three questions for you. Are you ready? Oh, okay, go on and hit me with right. your three questions. All right, number one, according to research, how many people fall asleep or have fallen asleep in a presentation? Is that my presentation or is it um is it is it is it, is it presentation? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna small, go for, more general. <laughs> are you look? I I mean everyone falls asleep in my presentations. Um, are you looking for? Yeah. So we've got Vicky saying twenty percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with probably um twenty five percent. Go on, give me a. Desmond okay, saying forty percent. So You've got um actually, push percent ten percent. 
32%. So nearly a third 32%. of us have fallen asleep in a presentation. Wow. wow. It's not good. Okay. We've got to change this. So let me ask you the second one. How many minutes into the presentation before people start tuning out? I would say probably, ooh, I would say probably, it's probably maybe two minutes. Guys, let us know your thoughts. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with two minutes. So we've got two, we've got five. No one falls asleep in Andrew's presentation. In, we can ask in Andrew's presentation, when do we fall asleep in Andrew's presentation? Um, Andrew, um, just I'd love to know the answer to that question. You're probably asleep by now, in all fairness, so you probably wouldn't be able to see the chat. So Andrew, oh. probably uh, zero seconds. <laughs> it's 10 minutes, Andrew. So we've got a third, a third of people falling asleep in a presentation or have done, and 10 minutes in they're tuning out. Now let me ask you the third question. Of a presentation, what percentage do you think is remembered? What percentage? And please share in the chat as well. What do you think? I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with 20. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to be technical. I'm going to go 24 percent because I think that's quite, quite, yeah, 24 percent. I'd say. Oh, Vicky's close. The actual answer is three percent. Three percent. That's obviously when they're speaking to me. So that's a, that's an interesting lesson. So three percent. Wow. That's 3%. So in a 60-minute presentation, let's say today, these guys are only going to take away one and a half minutes. What a shame. What a shame. All that effort. So we've got a third of people falling asleep. They check out in 10 minutes and they only remember 3%. We've got to change this. We've got to stop these boring presentations. And that's what today's about. That is what I'm with. So desperate. do you know what? I, 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 I can't wait because I'm I'm a constant learner, as you know, Darren. So I'm uh, looking. I know. For that. I know. <laughs> well, this is going to be a roller coaster. And it's going to be quite fast. Are you ready? Yeah, we're, de we're definitely ready. And so, guys, please remember as well that we love your your questions and we love your answers in the chat. Yeah. So I've got my absolute superheroes listening in as well. And we are, of course, recording just a reminder. So go on in here. Go on in, Darren, and blow me away. Keep me awake. Right. Here we go. So. I've seen and delivered over a thousand presentations. I've seen the mistakes, I've made mistakes, I've seen the great stuff, and I wanna share it with you guys in 60 minutes. And I'm gonna do that in 10 top tips, all right? 10 top tips in 60 minutes. And we've got a way we're gonna do it. Now, my end in mind, I'm gonna come back to that, but let's remember end in mind. My end in mind is that Andrew, He's going to send me a message after this on WhatsApp telling me it was a brilliant presentation. All right, Andrew, that's the end in mind. That is your, that is your measure, is it? That's the measure of your success, that you get a phone call from, my, from Mr. Stotts at the end of this call. Yeah, you're, you're, you're guaranteed, mate. You're guaranteed that because I love you very much. Here's my second part. My objective is that 80% of this audience make one small behavioural change within three days. So 80% okay. of the audience, one small change in three days. That's my objective. All right, we'll come back to that in a bit. All right, so we've got an end in mind, we've got an objective. Okay, now the way we're gonna do this is with a mnemonic. So Andrew, let me ask you, how did you remember at school the compass points? Um, I, I, it's gonna be for me, um, never eat shredded wheat. Brilliant, all right, so that's called a mnemonic. Mnemonic is just the Greek word for remember. We're going to create a mnemonic together. We're going to use the word presenting, which has 10 letters. All right. You good with this? I am always good for it, mate. Yeah, never eat shredded. I'm going to put, I'm just typing in, um, trying to work out how to spell wheat at the moment. So never eat shredded wheat. Uh, there we go. Uh, just just right. for those of you who have no idea what shredded wheat is, shredded wheat is a very um, 
kind of like dry breakfast cereal that requires lots and lots of milk. And I suppose discussing that during Ramadan is probably not ideal. So I, please forgive me for that. But I never reach ready wheat. Yeah, north, east, south, west. That's it. And that's how you remember the compass point. So I'm going to give you something similar. Would you grab and would everyone else grab one page, a blank page, and let's make it portrait? I've come All prepared. Right. I have my, I have my okay. sheet ready. All right. Perfect. Perfect. What I'd like you to do is split that into four columns, please. Equal columns. Four columns. Here we go. I've got my four columns. I'm doing that. Yeah, four columns. All right, cool. Now, here comes the tricky part. You're going to split that page into 10 rows. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Yeah, now you're I know, I so that's probably nine lines, isn't it? Is that nine lines? I think it is nine I lines. I think that's actually. nine lines. Now, you're that's going to end up with lines. a big one at the bottom, a small one at the top. Hey, it doesn't matter. One, it two, three, matter. four, five, six, seven, eight nine lines done yeah i've actually done pretty well i'll show you in a second uh, you'll be you'll be impressed with me yeah look at that it's not bad okay. right good 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 that's good right so you're going to end up with something that looks a bit like this oh not as good All as right. yours but you're, do you want me to write do you want me to write presenting down the side that's the next bit i'd like you to in the first column these 10 boxes i'd like you to write the word presenting a p and r and e and so on and let me know when you've done that please um, I have definitely done that. Um, guys, we would love you to play along with us and we'd love to see your pictures of that as well. Um, so please, uh, please make sure you're playing along here um, in the side. Ali shared his. Brilliant, brilliant. OK, so what this is about is we're going to share 10 tips. In this column, you're going to write a couple of words. You won't know what they are yet, but it'll be just a couple of words. And I'll give you the first one as we go through. In the okay. third column. You're going to add some notes, might be a couple of words. It might be a few other pieces that help you remember it. And this one, you're going to draw a very small picture. All right. Now, you can't do any of that yet because we haven't started, but that's what's going to happen over the next 60 minutes. Are we good? We are absolutely rocking it. Cool. Cool. Right. So everyone's got one of these. Now, that means, Andrew, that in 10, ten top tips, we've only got three to four minutes per tip. It's going to be a roller coaster. We like pace. It's going to keep us right. awake. Oh, okay. Should we go for it? Yes, let's go. Do I need my runners on? Do I need running shoes on? Trainers on? Or are we going to be okay? Okay, we'll, we'll, we won't, be I, won't change, I won't change my footwear. <laughs> Plus, in that time, we're going to ask the guys some questions as well. So we've got a lot to pack in in the next 50 minutes. Okay. Right, the first one. Very first one. Now, P is for procrastination. Oops, oh, sorry. Yeah. Grab the right page. So that's, that's the called, word. That's that's the word. That's the word. Procrastination. Now, I'm going to share a quick story with you. When I was a frozen food buyer for a supermarket, my director said, Darren, at the buying conference two weeks on Wednesday, 9 a.m., I want you to do a presentation on frozen peas. Always exciting. I mean, who knows anything about frozen peas? Supposedly I did. Right. So the rest of that week, I'm thinking, oh, I've got lots to do. I'm not going to do it that week. I get to the next week. Ah, oh, there's lots to do. I just can't get it done. So now it's Wednesday and I've got a week to go. So I say to myself, Friday, I'll book out Friday and I'll nail this. Absolutely get this done. Friday, something comes up as it always does. But I'll get it. I'll do it the weekend. I've got the weekend, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday's the presentation. The weekend we went out with friends, that didn't happen. We're now Monday, but Monday's Monday, isn't it? So I've got Tuesday. When do you think, Andrew, I started my presentation? Started preparing for it. I would say probably probably about, if you're me, probably about 15 minutes before um, the Tuesday of the first the, the first and peace session. 
So the presentation's at Wednesday at nine. I pulled yeah, all so the probably, probably, at, probably, at, um, probably, at, probably at Wednesday at um, 8.30. That'd be me. Remember, I'm presenting to about a thousand people. So it's yeah, six o'clock. Yeah, probably Tuesday the same night. thing. Oh, yeah, I start, I'm impressed, mate. I'm impressed. That was that. I will definitely be still at 8.30 on Wednesday morning. Right. Now, I've got a belief as to why we all do this. Would you like to know? I'd love to know. I call it the tinkering effect. The, the what effect? Go again. Tinkering effect. The tinkering effect. Ooh, we like a bit of tinkering. Yeah, go on, hit me with tinkering. Right. What, does tinkering so what, happens, what does tinkering mean? Because just for, that's quite an yeah, interesting yeah. word. So tinkering, if I'd started my presentation as I could have two Wednesdays before, I would have played with the presentation. I would have looked at the fonts, got better images, done a bigger presentation, even got dancing people maybe in the aisles. I just would have not stopped playing with the presentation. And because we know this as humans, what we do is we absolutely wait for the deadline, because if we do it, a few hours before we can't play with the presentation anymore and that is the tinkering effect and that's why we push it right up to the deadline now here's the bit i want you to take away p for procrastination the two words i'd like you to write down at the top are good enough start your presentation early your preparation and do it until it's good enough and then stop so we've got to resist this temptation to tinker, to play, to adjust, to get it absolutely perfect. And that's why we don't start two weeks before. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. We, had, we were talking last week um, with a brilliant chap and we were from, from Holland, actually. Um, and he was a very interesting guy. And we were talking about agile methodology. And we were talking about um, MVP and the importance of minimal viable products. So it's quite a nice link. So when I, as soon as you said that, I went, yeah, I like a bit of an, a bit of MVP, mate. <laughs> I like that. Now, the other thing is people say, I work better under, uh, be, uh, I work better when I'm under pressure. No, oh, they well, don't. They don't. It just stresses you. No one wants to pull an all-nighter the night before a presentation. So my top tip and my P for procrastination is start early and make sure you do the presentation, your preparation, until it's good enough. You have to be disciplined, otherwise you will continue to tinker, play, adjust your presentation right up until it starts. So at the top here, Andrew, we're going to put procrastination, maybe a couple of notes. But what picture are you going to draw for procrastination? Hmm. I'm going to probably go with, um, with, with dawn. I'm going to probably go with a little sunset um, with a couple of little birds. Um, coming up yeah i like my early start so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with um with a, ye a yellow sun um basically just coming over the horizon so uh at dawn yeah that's my that's my that's my picture i'd love to know what guys i'd love to know what your pictures are um i've gone with a with dawn um i, I can't really share it. well I, I probably can can you see my can you see my i'm not sure you can see a picture of dawn oh, there, just, just about, just about, just about, just about cool so the P is for procrastination. We need to be good enough and we need to be disciplined and we need to start early. All right, we're good with this. We are awesome with this. All right, okay. Now, before we move on to our R, I've got a question for everyone and it's two parts. So it's one A and one B. One A, how would you rate your colleagues at presenting out of 10? 10 being fabulous, zero being not so good. That's and part B. 
that's a trick question for me. I think my, I, I, well, I've got Alam listening to me, who is my absolute superhero. So we're probably going to go with um, Alam is a solid kind of eight, um, you know, really, really, really good. Um, I'm going to put myself at probably number one. Uh, my uh, other people in my team, Shamer, a, a solid 10. Um, some people are still learning. Andrea, definitely a solid 10. So it's a bit of a mix. I work in a function where we do it for a living. It's a bit unfair. Okay. So well, 1A is how would you rate your colleagues at presenting? And 1B is how would you rate yourself at presenting? So you sort of talk through that. I'd like to see what everyone else thinks. How do you rate your colleagues out of 10? How do you rate yourself out of 10? At I'm going zero for me. So I'm on a constant journey. I'm still learning. Someone's put 20 for Andrew. <laughs> that is not true. I'll send you the money later. Um, so you'll get, uh, Ali, I'll send you the cash. Um, just let me know where, what the address is and I'll, I'll put the check in the post. <laughs> Super. Yeah. Eight out of ten, ten out of ten. Okay. Andy, ten out of ten. Okay. Lots of good feedback for each other, which is fabulous. Me, five out of ten. Uh, Clint saying, okay, okay. Now, what's coming through is we need to improve the way we present. So my R is rewarding stories. Now, Andrew, if I said to you, a story being told in a presentation versus a table, a graph, a slide, how much more do you think a story is recalled than a graph, a table or a slide? I'm going to go probably somewhere in the 60 percent. So I think if I hear a story, um, if I if the story has a sort of a, a beginning, a middle and an end and it's a little bit humorous, I think I'm, it's probably going to be about 60 percent. All right, let, let's do it times. How many more times is a story remembered than something else, do you think? Um, I would say probably, I'll go 10 times, 10 times 10 more. Times. Okay, let's see what these guys think. How much more is a story recalled, remembered, than something else? Oh, we've got Desmond saying he, he thinks graphs work better. Nora has gone with the 80%. I've gone with 10 times more. Yeah. So the answer, our R for presenting here is rewarding stories is 22 times more. 22 Nora, times more, wow. And Nora's absolutely right. We're all related to stories. So what we normally find once we share that is people then think, I can't tell stories. So Andrew, I've got another question for you. Could you tell me about a time when you injured or hurt yourself? Um, I tell you what, face planting into a tarmac doing 40 kilometres an hour on my bicycle. Yeah, it hurt a lot. Tell me about what led to that. What happened? The pedal snapped. Pedal, the, the pedal snapped on my bicycle. Um, luckily, um, the, the brilliant Abu Dhabi police um, were only about 10 metres away um, when it happened. And they immediately closed the motorway. Um, yes, it was a motorway. Um, and they basically... Um, closed the motorway and then came running over, called an ambulance um, and I was kind of like uh, delivered back to my house, um, which isn't very far away, um, which is amazing. I had to say, I, I, that, that, apart from them spraying, um, what's the word, the iodine, apart from them spraying iodine on my back um, almost immediately without giving me any warning. Um, but that, I think the shock of the iodine um, and my, my, I thought I was gonna die at that point. Um, but yeah, no, it was an amazing experience. And the point I want to share with everyone there is we think we can't tell stories. But if you ask someone to share an injury 
they immediately come to life like you just did with the story. And they're telling us details and they're excited about it and they're not thinking about it. They're just telling the story. So we might all not be a Charles Dickens and the story doesn't need to be 20 minutes. It can just be a one minute story. And it could start with you'll never guess what happened to me on the way to work. So my challenge here in the R for rewarding stories is to help is to tell stories in your presentations because they'll be remembered much, much more. People will forget a graph, they'll forget a table, they'll even forget a fact, but they'll remember a story. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just drawing my little picture now. Am I, am I going getting ahead of myself with my picture? No, 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 you're good, you're good. Are you drawing a book or some, something? I'm drawing a, a path, I'm drawing a path up to a gate. That's what I'm doing, oh. yeah, it's quite nice. I think that's quite a nice little metaphor for this, with a little house at the end of it, yeah. I'm just trying to, I think I'm, I'm actually, I think I may be an artist. I'd love to see what pictures you guys are drawing, if you want my yeah, sharing. We love, your, we love your pictures, yeah. Fabulous, fabulous, because we know none of us can draw. All right. Love your pictures. Love pictures. Hold, hold. Okay. Let's move on to our E. E is for end in mind. Have you heard of Stephen Covey? I have indeed. Okay, who is he? Stephen Covey is a guy who um, he wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of my favourite books of all time. And guys, as we're as we're there, um, we have the the full audio of that. We have the audio by chapter. We have summary books, and we have the full text available in the learning resource. Look at that! Ding, ding. <laughs> all right. So Stephen Covey said, "Everything is created twice: once in the mind, and then in reality." Muhammad Ali, when he was training, he saw Joe Frazier on the canvas. He could feel the audience. He could see them clapping. He could smell the sweat. And this is what Stephen Covey talked about with End in Mind. And Muhammad Ali did this, what he called future history. He created it in his mind and then just made it happen. So my challenge here under End in Mind is to create and end in mind for your presentation. What do you want to see, feel and hear at the end of it? And Andrew, can you remember what my end in mind was for this presentation? Uh, your end in mind was um, basically that 80% of the listeners um, would be able to make a small change almost immediately and that I would phone you up after the phone, after the session to tell you how amazing you were. Okay, so the end in mind, that part is you phoning me afterwards telling me I'm great. That's perfect. Now, I've done with you what Muhammad Ali did with Joe Frazier. What Muhammad Ali did in a radio interview is he told the interviewer that Joe Frazier would go down in round five with a left hook. He told the interviewer, Joe Frazier heard it on the radio, and then it went into his head, and then he went down in round five. So I've shared my end in mind with you like Muhammad Ali did, because I hope we can both then work towards it. Just going to send a message out because um, if anyone's listening, guys, if you want to know, um, if you want the audio for um, chapter two, it's in the MEOS group for today. It was, it was sent this morning um, rather bizarrely, but also the audio for chapter one um, was sent last week on the same day. So just scroll back through your messages and you'll see it there. But of course, as I mentioned, if you go to the line, library, Type in seven habits um, in the search bar. Um, hey presto, um, all of your learning options for the seven habits will arrive. 
Mad like my magic. So E is ending mind. What have you drawn us a picture there, Andrew? Me, I've drawn a Back to the Future car. Oh, a DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah, Love that's it. what I've done. It's it. not a great picture, to be honest, but it's um, it's okay. Yeah. So my challenge to the audience for presenting with impact on E is to have an end in mind. What do you want to see at the end of it? Do you want to see them all clapping? Do you want to see them cheering? Do you want to pat on the back from your boss? What is the end in mind that you're after? That's where I want you to begin. Begin with the end in mind. Okay, we're good with E. I'm just going to put my end, putting my end of mind into the chat. Um, lots of hearts, please. There we go. Okay, let's go. Let's give us an S. Right, let's go. S. Now, S is, stands for Sir Aristotle. Now, I know he's not a sir, but I couldn't get the word to work without it. <laughs> so, Sir Aristotle. Now, do you know his technique for presenting? You know, I was talking about this yesterday with one of my uh, one of our vendors, but but please enlighten me again, Darren. All right. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them. Tell them what you've told them. Also known as the army technique. So at the start of my presentation, I said what I'm going to do is talk you through 10 tips using a mnemonic of the word presenting. That was the first part of Aristotle's tool. The second part is what we're doing now. And guess what I'm going to do at the end of this presentation? You're going to tell us, tell me again, and you're going to remind me what you told me. You're there. So oh, for this yeah. one, I'd love you to write for the S, Sir Aristotle, and the image is maybe a picture of a Greek guy. Tricky to draw. Yeah, a Greek guy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think maybe, maybe a broken plate would be quite good. Vicky, what are you putting? Vicky's in Greece. Vicky's got the, she's probably the most, um, what, what would you put for a Greek guy? What's the most um, Greek symbol, Vicky? I was actually just checking up if we can replace the S with Socrates' student, Aristotle. So I was just oh, checking right. if he was the, his student. That's what we love, you see. That's why we, that's why we love Vicky so much. I, I really love I, that. I would put the Greek flag, Andrew. Simple, the Greek flag. easy. That's a great, yes, that is the Greek flag. I've got the Greek flag. I know what that looks like. So I'm, gonna, I'm now putting the Greek flag into my drawing there we go the greek flag is my answer beautiful yeah we're good okay now let's move on to our next question i'm going to ask you andrew and the audience what is the most engaging headline i've got four options for you a b c d all right so a and imagine we're on a slide it's maybe a graph or a title and this is the head uh, sorry a table and a graph and we've got a title to this a, total UK population. B, total UK population, 1962 to 2022. Three, total UK population growth over 60 years. D, better healthcare doubles UK population in 60 years. Going with D. That's why we love you, Andrew. <laughs> I'm going for a big fat D. I'd love to know what you guys think. Oh, we've got we've got one for C. We've got another one for D. Um, any any thoughts on those four? I suppose it's telling a story, right? What was the what was the E for, by the way? Have you, I, I missed that. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, we're just coming to E. 
We're just oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, giving it to me. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. So we've got some Ds coming in. That's where I was leading you to. I get some people might praise us. Celine, good, good thought. B. I would like Celine. Good thought, uh, Celine. Um, Valentina, very, very good. Yeah, we've got another D. I think D wins the day. Um, in this case, Dan. E is for engaging headlines. Engaging headlines. There we go. We've got to stop. I'm on a mission to stop boring headlines, boring titles. My challenge is that we use headlines, titles on slides like newspapers use headlines. You will never see a headline in a, the front of a Sun newspaper or any other newspaper that says UK population over 60 years. They'll find something with punch. And what they want to do is sell newspapers. What we want to do is engage our audience. So I want you, want you to replace all those headlines, all those titles in the slides with something that has an insight. You don't just label it, you use it because every part of your presentation has to earn its place. Now, there's a brilliant TED talk by Chip Kidd, and he says this. Oh, he says, don't do this. Don't show me it's an apple and tell me it's an apple. It's pointless. They have to complement each other. They each have to add value. They're not just copies. So Chip mm -hmm. Kidd, who is a designer of book covers for a New York publishing house, in his brilliant TED talk, uses that example. So I've stolen that from him. We've got to grab the reader's attention in every part of our presentation, and headlines are a key way to do that. You'll remember, Andrew, in the 80s, there was a cracking sun. Uh, the sun is our cheap newspaper, and it said, Freddie Starr ate hamster. Yeah, before my time. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't born until 1995. Um, so, um, but yeah, I do remember yeah. the headline. <laughs> you had a tough paper round, didn't you? I had an incredibly tough paper line. Yeah, it was delivering the sun, actually. <laughs> so headlines, engaging headlines is our E. What are you going to draw at the end? Engaging he headlines. What's your picture? <clears throat> I'm going with a hamster in a wheel. Yeah, perfect. Okay, that's good. That's good. Right. Uh, OK, yeah. we're about halfway through-ish. So I'm going to ask you, Andrew, if you won't mind giving us a recap of where we got to so far. I will. So so far we've done. Um, so we've obviously we we started right at the beginning with the, a clearly defined objective, and that was for for me to send you or call you a message. I'd call you immediately after the session. Um, and the other one was that eighty percent of our listeners today um, would basically make a small change in the next kind of like twenty four hours when they were presenting. And then we've basically gone up to the. Uh, you've done P R E S and E. So P was for procrastination. Um, and it's about making sure that it's, uh, you know, it's prep early and what I call MVP. So it's good enough. Um, and then we talked about the R, which was relate the stories. So rewarding stories. So ask about, you know, and injuries are a great way of describing that and getting people to explain that to you, which is really cool. And then we kind of covered it at the top of here. But end in mind was the E. So remember that everything is created twice. Um, so create it in your mind, then create it in reality. Um, Muhammad Ali. Um, and we basically I had the back to the future. Uh, Martin McFly um, was my picture. Uh, and then we had the um, the S. And we were we were corrected. Um, 
we had Aristotle, but then we've been we've been Socrates as was we was right jumped in there. So Socrates, um, Socrates um, and Aristotle um, tell them um, tell them again, and then obviously tell them what you told them. I probably haven't explained that as well as I could have done there. Um, and I've got the thanks to Vicky the Greek the Greek flag. And the E was um, engaging headlines. So don't show them an apple and then tell them it's an apple. Do you know what I see that almost every single presentation I go to. Uh, I, I, people can't get get their head around it. I, I I keep telling them I do a lot of um I deliver a lot of TTT or trainer trainer qualifications for the business. It's a big part of yeah. a big part of what I do, but it is what I do. Um, and one of the things that we 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 say to people is actually I don't really need any text. Just show me an image, um, and then then you should know your content. What I hate, much as I like looking at people's bottoms when they turn around, you would not believe how many people are presenting data to me and they turn around and they're reading the screen. And all I can see is their back, um, which is sometimes OK and sometimes not so OK. So, you know, try to if you have, I think for me, if I have loads of content on the slide, it makes me want to read it. So I generally don't have any content on my slides at all. If, I, if, I, if I'm using a slide, one of my um, very early mentor of mine, you know, 400 years ago, um, he was he said to me, why would we want to look at slides? Because when I started my career, there was no such thing as PowerPoint. In fact, there wasn't even Microsoft, um, so there was no there was no PowerPoint. So of course, he always said to me, you know, when 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 PowerPoint came in, I was obviously like like most people down and went down the chart of oh, we need to get PowerPoint, and do some like you know animation. That's funky. Um, and he said to me, he said um, he said stops. If uh, why would people want to look at PowerPoint when they can look at you? Yeah, and I've always carried that with me. I like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that. You are the presentation. Yes, you are the presentation. Beautiful. I like it a lot. You are the presentation. I'm also going to give you one more bonus piece. We can read seven times quicker than you can speak. So if you've got seven bullet points, the speaker's on bullet point one. The audience is on bullet point seven, just waiting for the speaker to catch up. That's why we never put all our text on a slide, because they're just reading. Nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because there's, there's another one around um, think, the sort of thinking speed as well. That's interesting. But I, I won't bore you with that now. But yeah, it's very interesting. Well, there's also a lovely uh, phrase that goes, use PowerPoint not like a drunk uses a lamppost for support. Use it for illumination. Oh, I like it a lot. So I'd just like to ask the audience so far, what's your favourite or the one that you will use to make a behavioural change in three days. Small change. What are you going to use? Either P, R, E, S or E so far. Which one? I'd just like to hear what's resonating. Look, guys, what do you think? We've got engaging headlines. Nice, Vicky. Yeah, good. Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good one. I love the. Yeah, I've got to go. I'm, I'm going to probably. Yeah, I would say I'm with you, Desmond. I would definitely say. Um, yeah, and yeah, end, yeah, definitely end in mind. I think you know that idea that everything is created twice. I think that's really cool. Yeah, any other any other thoughts, guys, on the um on the chat? A lot of you listening, so it'd be nice to um to kind of see your 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 stuff. Engaging headlines. Yeah, more creative PowerPoint presentations. Lovely. It's good. All right, we'll let those come in. Should we move on to N? Yes, sounds like a good idea. There we go. Just taking some pictures of our audience for you, Darren. Um, okay, so let's uh, yes, let's go to let's go to N. What is N for? N 
Now, Andrew, you're you're a bit different. We know this in the nicest possible way. So you won't get nervous. Is that, is, is that the best you can do? A little bit different, right, <laughs> So, so you won't get nervous before presentations. But if you were most people, do oh, they get no, nervous? I think that's, no, I'm I'm terrified every single oh, time I do a presentation. I'm utterly, utterly terrified. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah and, but and, I, I'm pretty good at handling it. Okay, and how do you? What what do you self-talk? How do you get through it? What happens? Uh, my my I tell you my biggest secret is I always start with you know please ask me questions and the reason I do that is not so much I mean obviously it's an important message and I try to I always lead with that um, but primarily because often I find myself sitting in a boardroom and I'm not even kidding here so I'll be sitting in a boardroom and I'll be like Tony Douglas there's the chairman there's 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 Mohammed Al Baluki there's all the chiefs sitting there I'm sitting there doing going to do my little thing that's going to take about ten minutes and I'm listening to all this kind of stuff going on. And sometimes it's a nightmare because I could be sitting there for two hours, right? And you know, I, I, I'm not even sure how I'm going to sound. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to stand up. I haven't said anything for two hours because I'm not even being invited to have a conversation because I'm only like a lowly VP. So I'm not invited to have an input. And they're discussing whatever's going on. Then eventually it comes to me and they go, stops. Yeah. And of course, then I'm going, am I going to go, oh, hello. It's a nightmare. So I then say, so I, I pretty much know what I'm going to say, which is, of course, let me start with questions are the most important thing here. So if you want to, you know, please feel free to ask me any questions. And actually, what I also know is that they will have seen my presentation um, or they'll have seen my kind of like my content um, in, in prep for themselves. And they're pretty good at that, to be honest. But sometimes they really like it because they're, kind of, they're busy people. They're quite red. Um, we've discussed that in the past, maybe with this group. They're quite red. So they probably are coming with questions. Um, so therefore, if I ask that question at the beginning, it almost becomes much more of a debate. I haven't got to present, which is really useful. But yeah, going on when I if I go on stage in front of like you know five thousand people, definitely I do the same thing. So I really encourage questions. Um, and I just and once I've done it, like this morning I was doing a big presentation this morning, and to be honest with you, after about five or six seconds I was cool, but but that that two or three minutes before I stood on stage I was pretty terrified. Yeah. And that's a good tip. Yeah. So you're you're pulling from the audience rather than pushing in the influencing. Yeah, technique I, yeah. I also what I tend to do is I think which is a, a good thing I've learned a long time ago is that when people are arriving, so like when they were arriving for the presentation today, it was quite a big number today. When they were arriving, you know, I'm kind of like I'm kind of high fiving them or fist bumping them. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and so so actually when I by the time I actually got on the stage to speak, they 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 sort of already have a connection with me. You know, I'm not like a so I've already done my smiling, my eye contact, my fist bump. You know, hi guys, how you doing? You know, what? How's your weekend? Ramadan, Kareem, that kind of stuff, which keeps it a bit bit fresh. And then obviously, and I say, I'll come, you know, sit down the front. You know, I'm speaking, sit down the front, because people have this nasty habit of sitting at the back, right? It's like, come on, guys, sit at the front. Um, so I, try, I, we have a bit of a giggle about it, and that's that's basically how I how I kind of do it. Yeah, I'm a bit weird, mate. Unique. I think someone put that in there, and I think they were referring to you. <laughs> Mark is a friend. Mark is a very lovely man. Um, he knows I'm a bit weird as well. Mark's a beautiful man. Beautiful man. So, so I love your top tip there. You're going to pull from the I'm sorry. You're going to pull from the audience rather than push. I like yeah. that. I'm going to be, give you a couple of other things. Just thinking about that. One of our leaders at a big company I worked for, when the front row was always empty. He would say, future leaders sit in the front. And you know, from that day, it was never empty. That's just the thought. I'm going to come back to yeah, it's really, 
And it's also, you know what, Dan, it's one, one of the reasons I wear funky socks, because I tell you what, the amount of times I go to, even definitely, even in this organisation, when I came here at the beginning, I sat at the front, I wear very loud socks, um, as most people know, and the amount of time the chairman or the CEO, not necessarily just this organisation, but definitely Tony does it quite regularly, They, because I'm sitting at the front, they can be mid-flow in a presentation, and they'll stop and they'll go, Stott, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. And it's actually really, really good because it's about it's they, they do it in fun. But of course, a lot of the other executives are quite jealous then. They're kind of like, oh, that's not face talking about stocks, stocks again. But I'm not just talking about Etihad. I'm talking about, you know, other organizations that I've worked for in the past. And then, of course, then you, you get known for having funky socks or a bit crazy shoes or wearing a, a pocket handkerchief or something. So just it just helps you. So when they're talking about you in the boardroom or you know in other meetings, they go, "Oh, I know Scott. Yeah, he's that. He's the guy who does this." And it's a bit of a. They go, "Oh yeah, he's all right, and he we like him." Or they go, "He's a dick," but probably the latter. <laughs> Gives you profile. All right. Let me give you N is for nerves. Nerves. N is for nerves. Now, Andrew, what about if I could tell you a brain hack that would stop you being nervous? Is so simple you would dismiss it in seconds. I would be your friend forever, even more of a friend, Dan. Even, even wow. Okay. All right. Now I've got just such a thing for you. Now I'm I tell dismiss... me now. You're not going to tell me. You're thinking I... <laughs> I'm going to tell the audience, not you. I dismissed this when I first heard it. Right. Now when we are nervous, we're in a high state of energy. It's all going on, isn't it? Oh, I've got a presentation. Now, what typically we're told to do and we think we ought to do is calm down. Never works. And the reason it doesn't work is because you're not going to take yourself from high energy, high state of to calm. It ain't going to happen. We've all tried. Won't work. The hack is to tell yourself, I am excited. I am excited because we stay in a high energy state. We just moved from a negative one to a positive high energy state. Now, I didn't believe this when I read it. There's a YouTube video by a psychology student, a master's student called Molly Trainor. She found this hack. She researched it because she's a psychology student, proved it with research. And I have used it for the last three months, and I am telling you, it works. If you are nervous, tell yourself, I am excited. Very nice. It's good. It's good. Um, what, what, guys, I'd love to know what your pictures are. Um, we've got here, and uh, how do we come start recording? Yeah, good question. That's a good that's a good question, actually, Andor. I like that. I get a lot of that myself. I mean, we we hear that I hear that in function in, in presentations a lot. So the big words are, you know, so um that's a that's a, a, a connecting word and it's a connecting word. Um often we drag our words, we use um we use okay. Sometimes in a two or three minute presentation I hear okay twenty times. And the thing is when I once I hear it once or twice, I then start making a note of it. So my, my focus then goes on to the person saying, OK, which really freaks me out. So if you can, if you're doing this kind of thing, just be kind of aware of that. Um, about, definitely be aware. The more you become conscious of it um, and Dora, um, the easier it becomes for you. So you open your what's called your reticular filter. 
you know when you start talking about buying a new car suddenly you see that car everywhere on the road you do that's your reticular filter once you open yourself up to because someone said i say okay or i say this or i say that it's the first step and it will start to reduce after that because now, now, yeah. now i'm driving around in a red ferrari i just see almost every other car is a red ferrari it's amazing <laughs> top tip mate right we've got 16 minutes of our roller coaster left t <laughs> t is for targets we have our end in mind, Stephen Covey, what we feel, what we see, what we hear. But this is the left brain stuff. Stephen Covey's end in mind is the right brain stuff. So the left brain is targets. Andrew, can you remember what SMART stands for? What SMART stands for? So a specific measure will achieve all relevant time ground and agreed. Awesome. So as well as having our right brain end in mind, we also want our left brain SMART target. What is it we want to achieve out of our presentation? And Andrew, can you remember what my SMART target was for this presentation? Your SMART target was um, obviously at the end of this session, you get a phone call from me and um, basically 80% of the um, this audience basically makes a small change in the next 24 hours around their presentation okay. skills. Perfect. So the piece around calling is the end in mind. The piece around 80% 80, 80 change is the SMART targets. We have two of these things going on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One is end in mind. One is targets. OK, I'd like you to draw a picture for that one, please. That's an easy picture. I still want to know a, what the um, I still want to know what your pictures are for the excitement, guys. I've not seen any excitement pictures. What did we draw for excitement? Um, or, I'm, you know, I, it was it was never it was never um, it was nervous. Sorry is the word. But um, and then I, I obviously we've I, you know, tell ourselves that we're excited. I drew a picture. Um, I'd like to know what your pictures were for I'm excited. That'd be cool. Um, that'll mix it up. What's I, Darren? OK, I'm going to tell you. I is for individual. For individual? Individual. We all are, and you definitely are. I'm unique. You're unique. Now, I'm Andrew, special. I've got I'm special needs, Darren. Special, special help. I've got a question <laughs> for you. If we all present in our style and let's say there are four styles but we present in our style what percentage of the audience will we engage 25 percent i'm going huh. so naturally we are only engaging 25 percent of the audience so here's the challenge there are four styles and i'm going to run you through them as four f's f for freddie the first one andrew if you've got a mate who's brilliant at pub quizzes I have got, he's, an, he's my, my friend, he's an assimilator. Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually all over it. So he's, he's got like an encyclopedic memory. Yeah, he's very, very good. Yeah. Very annoying, aren't they? They're just all really stuff. irritates me, actually. Really irritates oh. me. But then he oh. gets, re gets really, I mean, honestly, you wouldn't believe the amount of data during COVID. I mean, it was just to a point where I was like going, shut up, because he was just quoting all these, these stats. And it's, it's just like, okay, enough. I don't, don't need to know anything more about this. This is fine. You've, 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 you've completely, you're killing me, mate. You're killing me. Killing me oh, with boredom. We went to a pub quiz the other night. What is the thing called that is the virtual judge at Wimbledon? What? I know, it's called Hawkeye. He knew it. Was, how do you know this stuff? Anyway, our first F is facts. So there are four Fs. The first one's the fact people. The second one is form or structure. That's our second F. Andrew, what structure have I used in this presentation to appeal to those people? Um, the form. Yeah, you're, you're using a mnemonic. 
I'm using mnemonic, which they love. The form people love this. I'm just being interested to see what your other two Fs are. I've got we have our we have our four colours. We have our yellow, red, green, and blue personalities. We do a lot of profiling. And if you haven't done the profiling, there's a great um, app on your Power app if you're an Etihad employee. Um, and it will give you a full report on your um, your personality profile. We talk a lot about sender-receiver outcome and modelling our behaviour for the receiver. So I'm liking this down. This is, but again, it's available in the learning um, in our learning work zone um, with all the videos and books are linked to it. So it's good. And the test is there. Twelve questions. It's a blinder. Have a go. Um, sorry, Dan. I've got two Fs. Our third F is future. So I've talked about changing behaviours. This audience. Changing one small thing within 72 hours, 80% of them in the future. So our third F is future. And our fourth F is feel. These guys love stories. They like the emotional connection. So the question I've got for the audience is of those four Fs, which one do you think Andrew is? We've got facts, form, future, feel. Oh, I'm a feel. You're absolutely right, Pippi. He's a very so I, re person. I reckon then for the, my colour friends here, I've got um so I've just I've done my little my little my little brain's been going overtime there. So I'm going fact is my blue personality types, form is my red personality types, uh future is my yellow personality types, and feel is my green diverger personality types. So uh, but interesting. Yeah, I like it. So eyes for individuals. Now when we write and prepare our presentation. We need a checklist. Are we appealing to all four different styles in our audience? Whether you use your profiling tool or something else, it doesn't matter. But we've got to appeal to all four. Yeah. If we yeah. want any chance of engaging 100% the audience, we have to make sure we don't just communicate in our chosen default style. And this is really useful because obviously the, the, definitely our board and our XCOM are very red, guys. So that's a fact. You know, so they are very, very kind of like um, they're, they're quite form in the way they do things. So it's much easier. Um, and this is something I would say, you know, anyone who's listening to this call right now is that when you're if, you're if you are, you know, unfortunate enough to be presenting to those people, um, you know, first of all, good luck. Um, and let me help you um, if you want my help with that. But the second thing is. Um, don't try to tell them how clever you are because they already know how clever you are. Um, my strong advice would be share some data with them and then lead with that kind of question because they want it to be brief and, and fun and sharp. Yeah, they don't want to be, you know, don't, you know, what I hear from them um, when they talk to me about it and they talk, to, they say, you know, this person just bores us and we don't want that. Can you please help them? I always say to them, don't try to, the person trying to help, don't try to show the board or the XCOM how clever you are. They know how clever you are. That is not in question. What they want to know is basically what you're doing with that cleverness and are you making it simple for them to understand? That's what you need to do. So, yeah, it's a good. Um, really, I like I like those. Uh, those uh, those four F's fact, form, future and feel. Nice. Brilliant. Brilliant. We're going to move on to N. So we're nearly. No. Is for no to PowerPoint. Yes. Now, I would like to ask the audience, what percentage of people default and use PowerPoint or slides? What percentage generally across the world? What's the percentage you think? I should probably go 99.999999999% uh, because I'm, I'm, that, I'm that one person who doesn't do it. So I'm going to go like that. Got some um, 80, 98, 70, 70.
Okay, it's close, it's close. The answer is 89%. So nine out of 10 people. Ali's the winner again. Ali, you're on fire today. Ali, you're, I need to send you another check. It's two checks. <laughs> Keep that address, Ali. Just like you're in Saudi, you're in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> Ali. You're in, you're in KSA. I love KSA. Anyway, go on. Sorry, Dan. I'm, I'm waiting for... <laughs> So <laughs> now, when we get a brief or a pitch or we've got a big presentation or coming up, our default is to go straight to PowerPoint, open it up and start typing. And I get it. It's easy. PowerPoint, Microsoft have done an excellent job. The problem is, if we start there, we miss out on our end in mind and we miss out on our targets. So we shouldn't start with PowerPoint. Now, I'm going to go one stage further. Andrew, what format could we use if we don't use PowerPoint or slides? What would you use? What would I use? I, I quite like um, I suppose whiteboards. I like I, I like telling a story using a, either a flip chart or a, a whiteboard. I think they're probably the, the easiest way of doing it. And I would probably um, and I tend to and everyone who knows me on this call would say that I also send um, learning content pre-learning. Um, mostly because I'm, I'm kind of going after my um, my fact people. So then if we leave with a question, um, it's, it's, it's useful. Yeah. I'd like to hear from the audience. What other formats could you use other than slides? And I'm going to share some as you share them with me. Sometimes it might be slides that are images and then just print them off A3 as balls. Yeah, nice. It could be a mind map. It could be you've got a product and you just talk about the product and get them to hold it. Very important for touchy feely people. They love it though. I'm not sure whether we've got someone down there. Let me, just, let me just see if I can go and mute people for a second. That's a, yeah. Um, sorry for the, uh, there's a lot of people listening, so it's fine. Let's just go in there and I think we're okay. No, we're good. We're, we're good to continue. Yeah, sorry for that interruption. I do apologise. That's all right. That's all right. We're good. So my N is no to PowerPoint. Don't start with PowerPoint. Start with your two types of targets, the right brain end in mind, the left brain smart target, and then which format meets your objective, because it won't always be slides. And in fact, when most people see slides, you see them, they sort of move to this position in the meeting room, Crane their head, lock it there, and wait until it's over. We want to engage them. We want them moving, want them chatting, holding stuff. That's what we want to do. So if we do A3 boards, maybe we hand them around and they've got hold of them. It's any format that engages your audience that's not slides. Okay. What did you draw for that, Andrew? I drew a, um, a, a PowerPoint presentation with a big cross through it. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. You're impressed with that, don't you? I can tell. I like that. I like that. Simple and clear. Right, let's do G. G is for grabbing our G is for grabbing our audience. At the start, what I didn't do was thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Of course it is. What I did was start with three facts and I asked you questions to pull from you. So our G is grab their attention. Don't start boring and don't end boring. It's valuable time wasted. Remember, every part of your presentation has to earn its place towards achieving your target. 
Now, the last bit we're going to do is come right back to Aristotle, Sir Aristotle. And I'm going to ask you, Andrew, in the last few minutes to run through all your 10, because we're going to tell them what we've already told them. OK, here we go. And so that's our top tips then for presenting. Um, so the first one is um, stop here. I've got my, got my, my sheet here. Look, I'm massively impressed. Look, how cool is this? Um, so we've got, um, we're using the uh, the mnemonic of uh, presenting. And the first one was the first P was procrastination. Guys, play along here if you want to with your, uh, in, the, in the chat for me. I'd like to know what you've kind of written here. So I've got, um, make sure you prep early. Um, minimum viable product I've got, and it's good enough. Um, I used a little, um, little, little, little picture of dawn. Um, the R was um, for rewarding stories, so relate to stories. Um, and a great tip is actually get someone to tell you about an injury or an accident they've had and, and listen to them. And I have my little gate with my little path leading up to it. The E was for um, start with the end in mind. So remember, everything is created twice. So uh, it's created first of all in the mind, and then it is created in reality. So my little image was Back to the Future um, with uh, Martin McFly there. The S was for, uh, so we, we, had, we, were, we were corrected by the, the brilliant Vicky. So we went with Socrates um, and Aristotle. So we, we tell them, um, tell them again, and then tell them we told them, uh, which was the, the three tales. And then I got a little Greek flag um, for those brilliant philosophers. And then the E was about engaging headlines. So don't show them an apple and tell them it's an apple. Um, be a bit more original. So really grab their attention. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I basically had a little hamster in a wheel. Um, that was kind of helping me for that one. Um, the N was about nervousness. Uh, when we feel nervous, um, just just tell ourselves that we're excited. Um, pull the audience, um, you know, to the front. Make sure that, if, you know, remember future leaders sit at the front, guys, which is really important. Um, I did a little picture of a crazy man um, on there as well. And then we had the T is for target. Um, so we had the smarter um, mnemonic, which is specific measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound and agreed. Um, I drew a picture of a target, which is nice and simple. Then we had I for individual. Um, we had the four Fs of fact, form, future and feel. Keep it authentic. Um, really important. The N was, uh, you know, I, I love this one and it's why we haven't got PowerPoint today. We didn't need it, guys, did we? So no PowerPoint. Um, you know, really, really um, keep it fun. Um, I drew a picture of a, a big cross to a PPT logo. And then the G is for grab the audience's attention. Um, what I, I, I'm a huge fan of kind of what's the benefit and the interest of people listening. So grabbing their attention. Um, wow. That was awesome. I'm, I'm, loving, I'm loving these pictures in the chat as well. Um, that was amazing. Dan, can we ask you, um, can I just ask you one, a couple of questions before we kind of finish, if that's okay? So I'm not sure if you've asked this question before. I'm going to just quickly show, um, I'm going to start. Just to kind of do a, just a bit of a reminder on what's coming next. But if, if you were to go back and you met your 18-year-old self, um, what would you recommend? How would you about, kind of, uh, yeah, but how would you how would you talk to yourself if you were 18 now, Darren? What would you tell what would you tell the younger Darren to do? About presenting or generally? But generally about life, my friend. I would tell him to read three key books and discuss them with a mentor. And those yeah. books would be Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Oh, yes, good book. Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. In the library. Beautiful. And my third one would be Brian Tracy's Eat That Frog. Oh, that is an, it's also in the library. Um, so all those books are actually available in the library. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. All three uh, books changed my life in different ways. Dramatically changed my life. 
Yeah, superb. And I, and I, I will add my one. Um, my, I suppose my, my favourite, but most of you guys know this, but it's the, it's the one minute manager meets the monkey. Because I, I, I know I harp on about that book a lot, um, but there is that, that book is available, of course, in the library. But, you know, the one minute manager meets the monkey for me is the lesson of delegation. And if we can, if we kind of like, when we're, particularly when we're leading teams, I, my early part of my career was a disaster at delegation. Um, but when I eventually kind of learned the art of delegation, um, and that was largely down to um, the one minute man manager meets the monkey. Um, just a couple of things. Obviously, guys, um, it's our 100th um, event next week. Uh, Tony's in. Um, very excited. I've got a very special jacket for Tony. So I'm going to be wearing a special jacket uh, when I'm talking to Tony. He's a man who likes a nice jacket. So we're going to be chatting to him. Um, the week after, it's obviously the week after Eid, so 4th of May, because there will be no World Class Wednesday during the Eid break, um, as you can probably predict. Uh, we have um, the one and only uh, Dr. Frankie O'Connor coming back. He's going to be talking about the future of aviation, um, giving his uh, COVID update um, in the World Class Wednesday webinar as well. So very excited about that. Um, guys, finally, just for me, just a massive shout out to, uh, to the brilliant Alam, as always, who kind of coordinates and sort of manages behind the scenes. Um, you guys can't see it. Massive uh, thank you to our brilliant, brilliant, brilliant speaker today, particularly stepping in at the last moment um, and sort of helping me out today. So, Darren, um, we love you very much. Um, some fantastic tips from you. And just, just finally, as always, guys, um, of course, um, even about Ramadan Kareem from me. But can I just also just say a thank you to the audience? Because, guys, World Class Wednesday doesn't happen without you guys dialing in. Um, you know, lots and lots of you again telling today. Amazing. I'll send some pictures to Darren in a minute. Um, he'll be staggered by the numbers. Um, superb, guys. Um, Love you all very much. Stay safe out there. Speak to you all very soon. Darren, that call is coming any second now. Take care. Yeah. Cheers, Good luck, guys. everyone. Bye.